Hey, beautiful. Welcome back to the Beautifully Built Inside and Out podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Impet. Today I have on the beautiful Miss Alyssa Rose, and she is going to share her story about the journey she has been through, the ups and the downs she has been through to get to where she is today. Now she is inspiring people all over the world. It's her mission to transform a million minds and bodies. You guys are going to love meeting Alyssa, so tune in, enjoy the show, and I'll catch you after. My name's Alyssa Rose. I'm 22 years old. I live in San Diego. My goal is to transform a million minds and bodies. So, Ooh, I nice. like that. That's an awesome goal. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We're like 100 something deep. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Hell yeah. So we'll how, did you, how did you get into this whole world of fitness? How did fitness become a part of your life? Yeah, so, you know, like most people, usually are have like a little bit of athletic background so i played soccer for 12 years but mm. i stopped uh, because i wanted to work I, well i was told if you want to drive a car you need to pay for it so oh. i started working at like 15. i was like all right game on i want a nice car <laughs> That's awesome. right? oh you want to pay for gas it's cute oh <laughs> but I, I wanted to stay fit so my senior year uh, I got, got out of a relationship that summer um, and I just wanted to be like healthy. That one wasn't really like benefiting me in the health, in the health department. <laughs> so mm-hmm. mentally or physically. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of myself my senior year. I want to feel good. I'm about to go to college. So I started uh, just cleaning up my diet and eating clean from yeah. what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> was, what you knew at the time. Was yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So didn't know it was extremely restrictive. <laughs> Um, and I, I went from like 135 to like 112 pounds. Whoa. Yeah, I know. I didn't know. How <laughs> tall are you? I'm five one. Wow. Yeah. I'm five yeah. three. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, was a big tiny. drastic change. Mm-hmm. You must yeah. Cause I was really tiny. <laughs> My face was all like gaunt. Like, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know that I was, like, I got so obsessive with it. I just started, like, running, like, 30 miles a week and doing, like, plyometrics. And, like, my boyfriend at the time, he was into, like, bodybuilding and had this little, like, gym, home gym in his garage. So I started, like, teaching myself about weight training and, like, looking some things up online. I just knew that if I wanted to, like, sculpt my body, I needed to add weights in. Um, but so I initially, just, I'm curious, initially, like, when you had that drastic weight loss, were you mm-hmm. – was your main goal to kind of get skinny? Like, I kind of just saying? like, yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty much, pretty much just like get smaller, mm. you know? Yeah. That's like how I was doing. It's crazy because then I got smaller and I was like, wait, I don't even like this. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just like obsessive with it. I was like, yeah. still, I still thought I was fat. I remember like taking this picture in the mirror. I like have it. I was 17. It's like this selfie. I just look so tiny. And I was like, oh man, like there's still like, fat on my lower stomach I had like a five and a half pack oh my gosh so crazy were you a big Instagrammer like were you following a lot of the fitness people on Instagram and stuff like that no I didn't even know it was a thing wow so this was just like from like society maybe or whatever Uh uh-huh yeah exactly I think I remembered looking up like the skinny skinny like fit tea like Mm -hmm. for a diet yeah and it was like so I like didn't salt anything I like steamed everything like no seasonings I was obsessive I remember like yelling at my mom once because she like almost put olive oil on my vegetables and I was like don't do that (laughs) like gosh it was bad wow so how did you make this shift to being a little bit more like compassionate for your body 
Um, so it honestly didn't even happen for a while. Uh, like I started eating a little bit more that summer just cause it was like summer and you're like kind of like drinking a little Fun. bit. And yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I went up to like 120 pounds when I started college and I was like, Hmm, you know, I don't, I don't look bad, but, um, and then like, you know, you're in your freshman year and you at SDSU to like a party oh, yeah, school. Party. And, like, yeah. The only thing to do there is like go to frat houses mm-hmm. and like have fun. Mm-hmm. Like all my friends were in sororities. I kind of like hated the whole idea of a sorority. So I didn't join, mm-hmm. but I still got the party benefits, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> and like, you just didn't have to pay the dues. <laughs> right? But simultaneously, like, I loved SDSU because it had a giant gym. Like, the gym's so nice. It's, like, mm. three different rooms. Wow. Everything's, like, brand new. Like, the ceilings are high. And then, like, I was, like, obsessed. So I started weight training more. And I was, like, mm. really focused on, you know, uh, you know, adding more muscle. So I got the idea that I should add more muscle mm. and, like, weight train more to, like, shape my body. So the diet wasn't really matching up that much because, I mean, I was eating healthy but I was still eating like snacking and all that. And I ended up gaining like 15, 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. I think I was like 135 or something, but I looked like chunky and unhealthy (laughs) Mm. in my eyes. Maybe something for your height too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like different. Yeah. And then, uh, that winter break, I like came home and I was like, I'm focusing on just my fitness goals. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to go anywhere. So I ended up losing like 15 pounds again or something like that or like a decent amount. Um, and then when I came back from school, I went on this trip to Pittsburgh and I came home and I started having like spots all over my body and I didn't know I was developing an autoimmune disease. Wow. Yeah. Gut tate psoriasis and it ended up covering my body from head to toe. I just saw as the weeks passed by my body just getting covered and covered and covered like wow that must have been so eye-opening and kind of scary oh yeah absolutely it was like honestly the most darkest part of my life yeah because were you it must have been I would probably be pretty self-conscious were you self-conscious about it yeah all I it was like I remember it was like 90s in February and March and like all I wore was like hoodies like pants like just whatever I could to like cover my body so what did they say that that like kind of led to that so I was misdiagnosed by four different doctors and like, they're super corporate. They like, won't let you go see a dermatologist unless you have a doctor recommendation. And I went to see my fourth doctor and at this point I was like fuming. I was like, this is not it. They like treated me for like two weeks for something else completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this is not it. Like send me to a damn dermatologist. Like you guys don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know this isn't it. And like I went in and she was like, oh, honey, it's none of that. She's like, what it is, it's gut tape psoriasis, but it's an incurable skin disease. And I was like, incurable? Like, what the fuck? I have to look like this for the rest of my life? So she was like, well, we don't know. Um, you may, like, it may go away and you may never have it again. Or, like, you may have to keep dealing with it. Or, you know, it may come in, like, episodes. She's like, we can only start you with, like, doing some UV light treatments, which did, like, nothing for me. Oh, so. my gosh. Yeah, I ended up taking like injectable medi- medications and um, like I failed four of them. Then I finally took one, which like cleared my body. And then after that, I just like told my mind that I was clear. And, like I'm yeah. fine. And I don't need yeah. anything. So I've been medication free for over two years now. Wow. Yeah. And my body is clear. So <laughs> Interest- interesting how powerful our mind is. I love, yeah. I love hearing that because it's so true, you know. People think it's crazy, but there are so many people in this world who have stories of curing themselves from things like cancer or things like different diseases using their mind. 
Mm-hmm. So it, sounds exactly. like you, it sounds like you might kind of manifested clearing that from your body. Absolutely. Every single night I would like lay in bed and like, I didn't know what I was doing at this time. I didn't understand anything of like the universe or anything of like the power of our mind, but I just like had to keep myself calm and like de-stress myself and sort of like stressing out and obsessing all the time. Cause I would wake up every day and like look at my body Oh gosh! and instead I would just like ignore it. And I just like thought to myself, um, you know, I would just visualize my clear skin, you mm, know? Yeah. So, hmm. wow, <laughs> but simultaneously, the only thing I had at that time was going to the gym. So I focused all my goals on fitness because mm-hmm. that was the only thing that made me feel good mm-hmm. about my body. Yeah. So fitness was, fitness was kind of like, kind of like your therapy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then I heard about competing because I guess I had like the shape for it and yeah. everyone kept like convincing me to I think you should do it and I was like you know what fuck it spots or not I'm gonna get on that stage yeah yeah and then I prepped for my first show at 19. Wow yeah (gasps) that's crazy and was that what what um federation was it NPC it was NPC yeah Yeah. cool I still didn't get to get as like lean as I wanted to um and I could have like postponed it but I had to get my tonsils removed because oh it was this the psoriasis was caused by like undetected strep throat because I had it so many times my roommate kept giving it to me and I didn't know really yeah so that's crazy I had no idea that that could lead to like a skin condition mm-hmm. yeah because it's yeah. an autoimmune disease very interesting hmm. yeah so, so then you I, so then you jumped into the world of competing and did you fall in love oh yeah absolutely I was yeah. more like oh I'm not done you know yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I haven't gotten to what I, to do what I wanted to do. And I still haven't, you know, yeah. I still haven't achieved what I wanted to do. I have, I've had different like trials and tribulations throughout my like competition journey. So I, I would say like, I haven't even had like a competition season yet that I've wanted, um, especially because so much time's gone by, but I have some pretty big goals for 2019. And I feel like mentally and physically I've set myself up since then in the last few years to prepare myself for a successful season. It's, it's cool how, how, um, like the world of, of competing and bodybuilding in general kind of has you wanting to like, look at your body and design your body. And that's really like what I'm so passionate about with beautifully built is inspiring people to take the body they were blessed with and build it and design it into their dream body. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just, it's so cool in the bodybuilding world that that's, that's literally what people are doing. They're designing their bodies. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, we have control over it. You know, mm-hmm. if, um, we don't like a certain area. Like we can either tie it down or, you know, yep. build that muscle in this build area. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, to me, it's like, yeah, the like com- competition has like, uh, you know, a certain look that they want, but it's mm-hmm. like, you can also bring your best look with the same amount of proportions yeah. and symmetry. Yeah. And, you know, be completely unique and different than the girl next to you. But, like, that's the best that you and your body looks. Mm-hmm. And you'll still be rewarded for it. Yeah. So and do you ever do you ever feel like you get stuck in the world of comparisonitis with other competitors? Or are you pretty good at kind of, like, looking at yourself and having yourself be your own comparison? Um, I feel like when I was younger, I used to compare all the time. And, like, early girls on, like, Instagram, whether that mm-hmm. was was what they were doing, like what sponsor they had, what their body looked like. And I was like, no, (laughs) like that's not healthy for me. And I just like, I followed a bunch of people and I just focused on myself. I always tell people that if you feel like you're obsessing over someone, sometimes you have to click on follow. It's just not worth your energy. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, I want to like encourage, like I hate when people comment like body goals on my Instagram 
And I say like, thanks, but like, I think, you know, you and your body goals, you know, are is becoming the best version of yourself or, you know, don't, don't call me like your body goals. Like I can inspire you to be your best, but I don't want you to like want to look like me, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's so true. It's like, you know, my legs are a different length than your legs. My legs might never look like that Victoria's Secret models. You know, it's, it's really interesting yeah. how, yeah, sometimes people forget, like they'll be like, oh, I want to look exactly like that girl. And it's just not realistic because you're not that girl. <laughs> you're not that girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at yourself in the mirror. (laughs) So it's just like I want to like empower and encourage others to, you know, just focus on like how are they going to love themselves through this process Mm -hmm. and loving themselves now and then, you know, being happy with their results but knowing that they were growing to love themselves even more and more along the way because like I really believe that like our internal effects are external. So Mm. we're not feeling our best internally and our internal environment isn't taken care of then our external environment's going to show that, whether that's the people that we're around, the job we have, our bodies. And, you know, we constantly have to like feed our mind, body, and soul. So if we're feeding our, you know, soul and spirit, negative thoughts, negative energy with that's the people around us, and we're feeding our body, our physical body with like crap food, you know, then that's going to show on our external. We're not going to be healing ourselves. So like we need to like constantly giving ourselves like the natural medicine of like positive thoughts and like, you know, nature's food mm-hmm. and, you know, enjoying our environment and like, you know, feeding that essence in order to like be our best. Yeah. It's so interesting. Before we started recording on the podcast, Alyssa and I were talking about alignment and like being aligned with the universe. And it's crazy how, you know, a lot of people, they look, they look at everything outside of them, like their relationship, for example, and it's, it's not working out and they don't understand why, or maybe they keep attracting the same type of person and they don't understand why. And it's, it's crazy how much of that has to do with what's going on inside of your own mind and what it is that you're attracting into your life. Mm-hmm, exactly. So that's why with my one-on-one coaching, like a huge part of my program is focused on the mindset portion. Yes, that's um, my jam. <laughs> yeah. It's so important. You can have like the best workout and nutrition program in the world, but if you can't do it, then it's nothing, you yep. know? Yep. So I have totally. them doing I like send out a little like care package of like, you know, stickers, a daily affirmation journal. I saw someone tag you in that. That's so cute. (laughs) And it felt so good just making it because I I make them like a week later after like kind of getting to know them more so I can like really write something that connects to them and their goals and what's going on with them in the card. Yeah, Um, that's really cool. Yeah, just because it's like I want them to know I care and like I'm here for them. Yeah, and you're not just another fitness coach. Exactly. <laughs> There's a couple of them out there these days. <laughs> a couple more. So, so give the listeners some tips. What did you do to grow such a badass Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> so I started sharing my like journey when I started competing at 19. And like um I just like saw these girls on like Instagram posting about their fitness journey. And I was like, Well, it's that's cool. Like I have some stuff to share too. I'm cool. gonna share. So I just like consistently shared, like, I'm just a very open and transparent person. So whatever I'm going through, I'll just like tell people about it Mm -hmm. just because like, it feels good for me. And like, you know, maybe someone else has something to hear that they're going through as well. Do you agree that it's like awesome accountability too? Like one of the reasons why I use Instagram so much and I'm so transparent is it keeps my booty accountable. (laughs) Like if I'm going to be posting my food, I kind of want to be proud of it. Definitely. Totally keeps you accountable. And like it. I didn't expect people to like look up to me um, and like follow me for that reason. But 
I, I know I have like natural leader skills, leadership skills, but um, I, I thought it was a more like the managerial force of what I would do with my career, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize like I could be a leader on like a social platform. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like cool that I got to, you know, do that even with like a couple thousand followers mm. and then just posting consistently and like constantly engaging. Like I was so happy whenever anyone commented or yeah. on my picture. Yeah. And then like, it's cool because Instagram has evolved since then. Like yeah. there was no direct messaging. There was yeah. no Instagram. Story. Yeah. Remember that? There was, yeah. no, I remember when there was no DM. That's wild. Yeah. It's yeah. I grew like fifteen or twenty thousand followers without, and that's just oh, that's through crazy. pictures, chronological timeline, and comments. That's crazy. yeah. It's it's funny to think about now that that yeah. used to be Instagram. Yeah, that's but, so wild. Yeah, I just really, like keeping up with it. Yeah, it really has evolved a lot now that I think about it. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's like it totally slips our mind because they're so used to like the constant updates and change and like evolving. And it's yeah. funny because like life moves that quickly too. We have to constantly evolve and, yeah. and change yeah. uh, and adapt. But yeah. I took on like each adapted change of Instagram and like gave it my own personality. I think that's what separates me. It's like, I never wanted to become what other people were becoming. I was like, cool. Yeah. I can see what's achievable, but I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just, I love that you're showing people what's possible and you're so transparent about it. You know, it's not easy, but it is possible. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not easy at all. Like I think I have, I don't know, like 131,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And I, that came from me posting consistently every day and showing up for myself and other people for over three years. Yeah. And being so open and transparent. That's what, that's what people love to see. They love that. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, you know, and then seeing your journey with your body too, people are like, Oh wow. Like this is, this, maybe this is possible for me. Exactly. And I've also kind of had to like up and downs of like being thicker, being mm-hmm. tiny, being thicker, like actually like weighed the most I ever weighed during like the middle of my fitness journey and like that was just the result of my internal environment not being you know the best Mm. and like not really self-loving and not like treating my body or myself with respect and like just being unhappy in my like environment situation whether that was like me not wanting to do what I'm doing in school anymore you know getting out of a shitty relationship and having shitty roommates yeah and you know being done with competing yeah I was just like uh, so mad and having a job I didn't like going to I used to cry before where like I was just like at my like second part of like me feeling my worst mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but it's like that uncomfortable stage that you're like I need to like get out of like this uncomfortable and like race to the top of like the surface and like find my comfortability but I kind of need to like swim through to yeah. like so what are some things that you do what are some things that you pass do that to uncomfortable get your- stage yeah. What are some things that you do to kind of get yourself out of that, out of that funk when you're in a funk? Like what are some things you do to kind of bring your motivation back? Yeah. So on the topic of alignment, it's like, I have to sit and like ask myself, like, is this person aligning with my vision? What is my vision? Yeah. Why do I want this? What is this going to do for me? Like what, are, you know, what is my future, future goals? Am I serving myself right now in order to get there? Okay, no, I'm not serving myself. So what do I need to get rid of? And I do this monthly and weekly. Like weekly, I reassess myself. You know, am I serving myself this week? What am I doing to serve myself? Mm -hmm. And I do a whole like monthly realigning of like what my goals are, what I need to do this month, what do I need to achieve, what do I want? And just like constantly like keeping yourself in check. Um, that just like really, really helped me like move forward in even now and like a, you know, I'm in a good place right now. I'm, I'm great, 
like yes i'm uh, striving for more success and achievement but i'm still constantly like thought checking myself and i love that you're constantly checking in with yourself because i think Mm -hmm. that's what a lot of people ignore to do because it's not always fun and sometimes it is painful having real conversations with yourself and i think that a lot of people these days use the external things like their phone like instagram like being surrounded by people all the time so that way they can distract themselves from checking in Mm -hmm. exactly so important so important And I know, like, I know, even just recently, like, I wasn't doing what I normally do. Mm. And I was like, you feel it, right? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, something's off. Let me go, like, leave my apartment, go take some time to myself, what what comes to my mind. And I was like, (laughs) I know, I haven't been doing this, this, and this. But the universe will start giving me signs to, like, go back and, like, realign myself. So it's like I have that, that help from, like, my subconscious putting that out there. And like giving myself signs and like realigning myself. Like, mm. no, let's say I used to do this, so go back to doing that. So Yeah. And you're so open to listening, right? That's the thing that you can't ignore the signs. You gotta listen and pay attention to those signs. Exactly. <laughs> it's nice, you know, when you do feel yourself getting out of alignment that you just get right back, you reconnect with yourself and you don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah. A lot of, exactly. a lot of people beat themselves up and it's just it's not worth it. It's just like when we are like in those low places or maybe we're not understanding everything because I think one of the most important things is like forgiveness and understanding. Mm, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Forgiveness is huge. Forgiving huge. yourself, forgiving yeah. other people. Um, and just like being like, okay, you know, I'm not like this or I'm not understanding this or this angers me or upsets me because there's like a lack of self-awareness that mm-hmm. I don't have. So I need to like, you know, take this in and like learn from it, you know, like why am I not able to receive this information without my like feelings getting upset? Just kind of like working through that. Yeah. That's really good advice. <laughs> <laughs> I can go all day. <laughs> yeah, right? I love it. I love it. So where can everyone connect with you? Where can they find you hanging out? Yeah. So you guys can message me on Instagram, Alyssa Rose underscore fit. And that's A-L-Y-S-S-A Rose underscore F-I-T. Um, I try to respond to every DM I can, as long as it's not yeah. some creepy stuff. Right, as long as it's not creepy. <laughs> a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she's, she's an Instagram storyer too, so you got to go check out her stories. <laughs> I love stories. <laughs> I love stories too much. Right? I know. I'm like, wait, I need to. <laughs> All day I'm like on story. I'm like, wait, am I actually accomplishing anything? <laughs> <laughs> I just need to start vlogging again more. I'm I was going to say, do you YouTube? YouTube? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just made a video like a couple weeks ago, but so I need to get bad. back into the weekly video uploads. I'm so Because people have been commenting. Yeah. People have commenting. Why don't you have more videos? We like you. I'm like, oh shit, people like me. Yeah. It's just a lot <laughs> of work. Get all on the there. footage, all the editing, then finding the royalty-free music. Editing, and, ah, yeah. It's a lot of work, but yeah, that's cool. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Just more time management, making yes. things priorities. That's it. <laughs> that's for sure. So what is one last piece of advice that you can leave everybody with before we head out? Um, one advice would be like, hmm, okay, let me think. That's a hard question, right? It's like, hmm, I know, what would I leave everybody with? Good. No, only with some, something good. <laughs> I think I got the end of the day, like on your fitness journey, like you have to like constantly – assess yourself and ask yourself like am I serving myself am I doing this out of love for myself because if you're not then you know it's, it's gonna be very very rocky for you when I finally started making decisions out of love for my body and myself that's that's when I became comfortable with myself and liked where I'm at that's when I had that healthy relationship with food and going to the gym I wasn't down on myself for eating things or not working out I was it was just 
listening to myself and not to say, you know, don't work out, don't eat healthy, but just being okay with like the balance and finding your balance because you know, you're doing this out of love for yourself. Yeah. 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 A lot of people get, to, I know I was there. I was working out because I hated my body, not because I loved it. And that's when I was not getting any results. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You got to come from the right place, right intention. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. when you're serving your body mentally, it's going to serve you back yeah. physically. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much <laughs> for coming on and sharing your heart with us. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me. I love being able to connect with others. And I'm looking forward to whoever's connecting for me from the Beautifully Built podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Fire me up. I just love meeting so many other passionate women. You know, Alyssa is so passionate about really appreciating the body that she was blessed with. And now she's building it into the body of her dreams. And that's really our mission here with the Beautifully Built podcast podcast. I'm just so excited, you know, that she is such a strong woman and is standing up for other women. She wants to help transform a million minds and bodies. That's her mission. And I know it's going to come true for her and it's going to be so fun watching her along the way. Have you ever considered being a health coach yourself? Are you passionate about fitness, helping people learn about their nutrition, get into a good routine? If that's something that you've been kind of thinking about, you know, it is possible. You too can be a health coach and be inspiring, impacting millions of people's lives. I know it's a little scary these days with the whole online world and there's so many coaches out there, but if you're truly passionate and you have a dream, that could be something that you could be making a reality too. There is no shortage of people in this world who need help. They need someone to give them hope. So if you're the type of person who's ready to give people that hope and give people that guidance, then you need to step up and follow your dreams. We're following our dreams and we give you that permission to follow your dreams too. If you'd like some help and assistance, I would love to help guide you how to start a business in the online world. I'm doing a little bit of business coaching these days. So if it's something that you're truly passionate about and you're really serious about, let's make it happen for you too. Schedule a power hour call with me so we can plan out exactly what to be doing to get yourself started, get yourself out there, create an audience and really make an impact. You can visit my website at www.beautifullybuilt.life. That's www.beautifullybuilt.life. Schedule a power hour call. Let's get on the phone. Let's chat. Let's put together a plan of action and make your dream of becoming a health coach or a fitness coach a reality. Can't wait to meet you guys. See you soon.